Now you can get even more from the Kurt Angle Show over at adfreeshows.com. Oh, it's true. Enjoy the entire Kurt Angle Show library with no ads, plus catch brand new episodes each week before anyone else does, starting at just nine bucks. That definitely doesn't suck. What else doesn't suck? Interactive experiences that you can take part in with me. You get to jump on and ask me questions during our gold medal Q&A events. And if you joined us for Top Guy Weekend, we got to hang out together in Chicago. Ad Free Shows also has tons of bonus episodes, including my recent Top 10 Dream Opponents list and watching back the night I kissed Stephanie McMahon. It is truly the gold standard in wrestling content. Get the Kurt Angle Show and all of Conrad's podcasts early, ad-free, and on video for as low as $9 a month. That's just 30 cents an episode. Head over to adfreeshows.com right now to sign up. Hey, y'all, it's Rebel with AEW. And when I'm not with the doctor helping her dominate the women's division, you can find me on adfreeshows.com every other Sunday, hosting my personal happy hour, Rebel's Happy Hour. And I would love for you to join me. It's an hour long of drinking, laughing, a little Q&A, maybe some guest surprises, and just chatting about whatever's on your mind. I promise it's a good time. And yes, it is all face-to-face. So do it now. Do it today. Sign up at adfreeshows.com and become a top guy. And tell them Rebel sent you. Mwah! NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Christmas is finally behind us, but are you dreading those credit card bills headed your way? Well, here's a pro tip. Don't get stuck making minimum payments in the new year. Savewithconrad.com can help you get rid of your credit card debt just like that. Oh, and we're going to get you the best deal on a mortgage you've ever had. But how's this for starters? No payments until March. You don't need money out of your pocket or perfect credit. So find out how much money you can save for free right now at savewithconrad.com. Will he want to go? We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On today, we'll be discussing Against All Odds 2007 in TNA. We're also celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Kurt Angle Show. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How are you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm doing well, and I'm excited to be part of the big one-year anniversary of the Kurt Angle Show. Can you he believe it's? It. Ar- can you believe it's already been one year, man? I can't believe it. Time flies, man. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. And uh, speaking of having fun, you were doing a little travel last weekend, weren't you? Yes, yes. I went to uh, the Royal Rumble. Um, the WWE wanted me to do a short program uh, that uh, they ended up canceling it at the last second. Uh, but we went to the rumble, my wife and I, uh, we saw Kim Orton, my wife's best friend. And, uh, we had a great time. We went to the rumble and, and I also did some, uh, documentary interviews the day before a photo op with the fans, but I want to make it clear. I'm not signed with the WWE. Um, they weren't going to sign me anyway. It was going to be a three week program. It got canceled, but, 
you know, my obligation is to the show, the Kurt Angle show, and that's it. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, first of all, I was disappointed when I heard, you know, the little short program got Ixnade because it was last minute. We were all excited. We even blurted, you know, blurted it out here on the show. It got picked up by a couple news sites. Uh, didn't work out. Didn't pan out for whatever reason. These things happen. And like you said, you're not under any kind of contract uh, with them at all. You can do whatever you want. We can have whoever we want on here. So <laughs> that's, that's exciting. But, uh, man, I, you know, I'm sure you had a good time. But you said something. You said you were with Kim Orton and your wife, Giovanna. And, buddy, this Monday, the Wives of Wrestling podcast starts. And uh, it's with your wife, Giovanna. It's with Kim Orton, Randy's wife. And host John Alba, who does a fantastic job. And my goodness, you're going to have a household of podcasters. Now you, now she's sitting in your setup. I saw it already. Yeah. You know what? These women can talk, they tell <laughs> stories. It's, it's incredible. I was getting a little nervous when they did the first one. <laughs> you should be nervous because Kurt, I'm telling you right now, I was so excited. I just couldn't resist. And I had to take a sneak peek and I've already learned so much about you. And I thought... What Some better way, what better way to tease the show than right here on the Kurt Angle show? Are, are you ready to hear what I learned this week about you? Yes, I want to hear this. Uh, all right, so here we go. This is what we learned. This is a teaser, if you will, of what I learned about Kurt Angle. So let's let's listen in to what Giovanna has to say. This podcast is going to just show you guys just... The real stories. This is going to be raw. This is going to be the real life of the superstar husbands that we have. You know, the way that, um, you know, my husband uh, sleeps with underwear. He doesn't sleep. He does not like to wear pants. He doesn't like to wear a T-shirt. He walks around in his underwear. He likes to uh, wear slippers. And he Ooh. likes to, like, it's just. Kurt. <laughs> You like to wear your undies and, uh, yeah, around the house with my underwear on. <laughs> it's my house. I can do what I want, buddy. I'm telling you, this is just a, a taste, a snippet. Cause it gets better than that. I'm telling oh, you, she tells a lot of stuff that I do. <laughs> oh man. She's into, uh, she's in, she definitely tells a story about how she met you and how it was love at first sight and the big, you know, knot in her throat. And she was into those Vin Diesel types. And when she saw your steely, Blue eyes and that bald head, man. It was bald it head. was curtains. <laughs> Dude, I need gonna... to keep you away from her, Paul. <laughs> oh, I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't eat enough chicken snacks. I'm not in your kind of Kurt Angle shape. <laughs> Too many hoagies for this guy, but. Yeah. Dude, listen, so this, so I got to, I got to put it over wives of wrestling dropping every Monday, starting this Monday, February 7th, wherever you get your podcasts and you too can hear the stories that will turn our Olympic hero red. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. So there you go, Kurt. Let's Thanks. jump into what we're here about though for this week and today, and we're going back 15 years ago. It's against all odds, 2007. It's the first time you were going to be wrestling for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Now, Kurt, your experience in the business was relegated to the WWF uh, when you first broke in. But did you have any knowledge of the NWA and what they meant to the business decades before? Yeah, I knew about the NWA. They were a really popular promotion. They were from the South, I believe, the Carolinas and Georgia. Uh, Crockett owned the company, the promotion. Uh, they had a really good run. I think they were the number one promotion in the country at one particular time 
but they had a great reputation. They had a lot of incredible wrestlers that went through that promotion. Now, I mean, you said it, a lot of great wrestlers. You think about those that were NWA champions. Talk about Luthez, Pat O'Connor, Gene Kaniski, Dory Funk Jr., Harley Race, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. It, the list just goes on and on. Uh, how much background did you have on the NWA world title and the territories through working with various people and hearing some of these stories? Well, what I heard was, uh, you know, they tend to put the titles on the wrestling purists like Luthez and Harley Race and Dory Funk Jr., uh, even Ric Flair, you know. So um, I think the company did an incredible job of protecting the business by making sure that the guys were, that were champions could wrestle better than anyone else. And, uh, you know, that the, the promotion was built around wrestling. No, that's a, that's a great point. You're absolutely right. When you think of Harley race too, and, and the tradition and, and Ric Flair and the guys that held the belt, you're absolutely right. Great workers. Uh, so you're coming into a time where TNA, uh, and, and makes sense that, Hey, Kurt angle, he would make a great NWA champion. You're the biggest star in the company. Did they ever have a conversation with you that, Hey, we want to see this world title uh, around your waist. And they wanted to make that happen for you. Well, they didn't say anything when I signed with the company. Uh, I didn't want the title given to me. I wanted to earn it. So uh, I wasn't expecting the title until it was the right time. And uh, I didn't get it right away either. It took me about six months, I believe, to end up winning the world title. And I thought that was a little rushed. But uh, I just wanted to get it when, I, when they thought I, I, I deserved it. And uh, I think that's, that's when I got the title. So there was nothing negotiated into your deal or anything like that in terms of, Hey, uh, you know, this is what I expect, or I'd like to win the world championship. You know, no, I, I didn't want anything like that. I didn't want any guarantee of winning the world title. I wanted to make sure I earned it. that I showed that I was talented enough and that I deserved it. Afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Man, I love talking about the good old days here on the program. And unfortunately, well... The good old days for a lot of us also mean the bedroom. Not anymore. Not thanks to Blue Chew. Fall is here, and boy, we could all use a stiff breeze. You know the deal. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. And you know, they say confidence can take you far in life, but maybe more so than ever in the bedroom. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take these dudes anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. Sign up at Bluetooth.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. And guys, I've heard the lady say there's nothing sexier than confidence. Well, Blue Chew can help give you that confidence you need where it counts. And if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout. 
just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is angle to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Well, Kurt, we're coming off final resolution, which uh, we covered in the archives a few weeks ago. So listen, make sure you take a, ch- uh, a listen to that one. Uh, you, you get a win over Samoa Joe. It gives you the right to face the NWA champion. It's Christian Cage. You're familiar with Christian, obviously, from your time in the WWF. Christian wins the title at final resolution in a three-way over Abyss and Sting. For your first world title program, was Christian your choice of those three to work with, Kurt? Well, he wasn't my choice, but he was. I felt more comfortable with him because I worked him several times in WWE, and I didn't work with Sting or Abyss yet, and I was just new to the company, and I wanted to make sure I, I, uh, you know, had uh, put on great performances when I started out, and I thought that Christian was the best choice for me. You mentioned having worked with him in the past. When you work with someone as much as you have in the past, like Christian, does it just become kind of like old hat where you fall into those old rhythms? Um, or, you know, is it, is it, Hey, this is new. Cause we're actually fighting for a world title this time around. This is a different level. I don't think it's really about the world title as it is, um, knowing that, uh, you, as a wrestler, you progress and you, you change your move sets, you change your repertoire, you take things away, you add things. So I think that our match was a little bit of the old stuff and the new stuff. Well, Kurt, we talk about it a lot. You're coming off a, a brutal series here with Samoa Joe. How's your body feeling at this point coming off of that? Surprisingly, and and, and with three months straight with Samoa Joe, I was healthy. Mm. This is the first time in a long time I felt really good. No, that's great. Well, hey, listen, let's get into it. Uh, this is the TV that's going to build you versus Christian, and I want to jump in with that clip. Here we go. I told you all. The biggest star in TNA history would regain the biggest prize in this industry, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And he did it. He won the three-way elimination matchup. And it's like they say, there's no rest for the wicked because my first opponent... At Against All Odds, February 11th has already been announced. And that opponent is none other than Kurt Angle. What an Iron Man match it was. Kurt Angle defeating Samoa Joe at final resolution. Now I could sit out here all day and run through Angle's laundry list. Olympic gold medalist, shoot fighter, Submission specialist, and to top it all off, the biggest I've ever met. Okay, that would be asshole. Yeah, right. Here comes Angle making his way down, hood over the eyes. Angry Angle. Angry Angle, I like it. You better watch who you're calling an Especially when your bodyguard slash life partner isn't here to back you up. 
Wow. Life partner. Didn't you know, know that. You don't need to wear Shut up! I'm not finished. For the next three weeks, I want you to take that title home with you. I want you to shine it up. I want you to take it to bed with you. Because at this pay-per-view, that's right. I'm gonna take this right from you, and it's gonna go home with me, and it's gonna be up on my mantle, right next to my Olympic gold medal. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Oh, spit in his face. Just that was spit right in the champion's face, sending a message. I was supposed to do a big hawker, but I did like a small one because I respected him so much. Wow. That's what makes you and I champions. Confidence. But the one thing that separates us is the fact that I know how to channel my emotions. Something that you don't know how to do. And you see, Kurt, oh, hold on, hold on a second. I also know that to beat a guy like you, I need to get inside your head. I need to know what makes you tick. So I've taken the liberty of acquiring the services of a consultant. I'm the champion, you shut your damn mouth. What's the story on this? Acquiring the services of a consultant? Someone, Kurt, someone and this person, they think just like you. This person wrestles just like you. This person is intense just like you. And this person, like me, and for good reason, can't stand you. Looking for outside help for this championship match. All right, I'll bite. Who is it? You spit in my face and you think I'm just gonna tell you who it is? You know what? Unlike you, since I'm such a nice guy, if you pay close attention, if you pay close attention to what's going on here, maybe, just maybe, I'll drop you a hint or two. Who is it? Is it Goldberg? Goldberg? Well, you can see Angle's intrigued at this point. Is it Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar? Of course, the big guy. Well, it doesn't matter. Because if you try to press my buttons, it worked. Oh, he just went right at him. Oh, look at this. Oh, he suplexed him right on his head. Look at that release German suplex by the Olympic gold medalist. Oh, yeah. He pushed his buttons all right. He went for that ankle lock. Oh, angle almost had him. And look at Christian Cage bail. Christian Cage able to get out of it just in time. He knows it's in the place. But you can see he's trying to get into the mind of the Olympic gold medalist. All right, I got to ask before we go any further here with my, with some questions. You and Christian, you guys obviously travel closely together. We've talked about it uh, in the WWF days. You're now here in TNA. Talk about just getting the opportunity to work together again, what you're talking about backstage, seeing each other, working in TNA together. That's got to be fun, right? Yeah, we were great friends. We were best friends, you know, Edge, Christian, and myself. Uh, we we were like, uh, you know, th- peas in a pod. You know, we yeah. hung out together. We did everything together. So, you know, seeing Christian again in TNA, it was a great feeling knowing that uh, I had someone familiar with me down there. 
And yeah, uh, no, you, that's- you, you want to you want to be comfortable, and Christian made me feel comfortable. What are you waiting for? Hurry up and go to savewithconrad.com. Hurry up and start saving money. That's what we're talking about. Keeping more of your own money. That really is what we do with savewithconrad.com. How's this for starters? No house payments for two months. And when it comes time for you to start making payments two months from now, it's going to be the best deal you ever had. You see, not only are we going to get you the best interest rate you ever had, we're also going to help you get out of debt faster and do it with cheaper monthly payments. Now you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. But if you're in a 30 year loan, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It really is a matter of how much. And I'm sure, you know, by now your house is worth more than ever before. Why not use that newfound equity to get rid of your private mortgage insurance? That PMI, as we like to call it, could save you hundreds of dollars each and every month, and you could be paying it unnecessarily. Stop giving your money away. Get rid of your PMI, get the best rate you ever had. And Hey, if you've got credit card debt, what are you doing? The average interest rate is over 19% on credit cards in America, and you know you can do better than that. Plus, the interest you pay on a credit card is not tax deductible. So not only can we get you a better rate, but a greater tax deduction too. If you can get a lower monthly payment and a greater tax deduction and save tens of thousands of dollars by paying your house off faster, why wouldn't you? Hurry, find out how much money you can save for free at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And that's right. Don't forget, skip your next two payments at savewithconrad.com. Nah, that's, that's great. And, uh, I'm sure you guys, you were so comfortable. You just hocked a loogie in his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. I, I was supposed to do a big one and I just love Kristen so much. I did like a little, <laughs> yeah, he was still cleaning up for a yeah. little bit there. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. You don't see that happen too often, but, uh, yeah, there's nothing like, you know, taking some spit, you know, in the face from another man, but, so uh, respectful. It is. So who's, who's helping you guys? Who's working from a creative standpoint with the two of you is, are you and Christian brainstorming? Are you, are you working with some folks? And, and by the way, whose idea was it to throw Brock Lesnar and Goldberg's name into this segment? (laughs) Well, Vince Russo was the the creative guy behind this and it was his idea to uh, mention Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. And I thought it was a good idea. I mean, you know, there, a lot of fans thought when I came in, it was Goldberg. So, you know, we were just trying to, you know, keep with that storyline that Goldberg could possibly come in there. And, uh, so, you know, it wasn't a bad idea to do that. And here we sit 15 years later and both guys are, you know, showing up this month at the elimination chamber. So <laughs> there you go. Well, it's reported in the observer. It's going to be Scott Steiner, which it is. Do you know what the backstory to bringing Steiner back into this role was? Had you heard about that at all? No, I, I didn't hear about it, uh, but I was really happy there was Scott Steiner. Uh, he was a great amateur wrestler in the past, uh, incredible pro wrestler. I was a big fan of his, and I was excited about working with him. Well, listen, talk about two guys that weren't excited about what happened. Supposedly, Goldberg and Lesnar find out about this, and they're hot about it. Did <laughs> they ever mention any of this to you down the road or at the time? No, they didn't, but I don't understand why they would be so hot. I mean, this is publicity. They were free agents at the time. Anytime someone talks about a wrestler and not in a negative way, it's always good publicity. Yeah. When I read that and saw that in the research, didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but who knows, who knows what's going on 15 years ago in in their minds, but I guess they were a little peeved. Well, there's also talk in the observer that Ken Shamrock was considered for the spot, but nothing happened with that. 
Would you have been more interested in working with Ken compared to Scott, or did that make a difference to you? I mean, I would have loved working with Ken, especially ankle lock versus ankle lock, but, um, it didn't matter either one. They were both great amateur wrestlers in the past and they were both incredible pro wrestlers. So I was excited to wrestle either one of them. All right. So Kurt's in on either one of them and it worked out good with Scott later that night. You take on AJ styles, the phenomenal AJ styles in your first one-on-one match with little to no promotion. So that's kind of strange, right? All of a sudden, let's just throw Kurt versus AJ on this TV show. You're the top stars in the company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you surprised that your first match against AJ is on TV? Um, yeah, a little bit, but you know, I, AJ was so talented. I think they wanted to keep handing me guys that could really work in the ring and make me look good uh, since I was relatively new. And, uh, AJ is the one guy that can actually do that. But buddy, those that's, that's pay-per-view caliber right there. You got to make people pay to see <laughs> angle and AJ. I mean, come Listen, on, let me tell you about AJ. Everybody has their best match with AJ. <laughs> okay. He has ke chemistry, great chemistry with everybody. Uh, I wouldn't put him up there with Shawn Michaels yet, but eventually I will put him up there with Shawn Michaels. He's that good. Well, Kurt, I got to give you your props too. That's what we do. This is your, your freaking show. Everybody <laughs> that wrestled with you, what I, we've read and the observer ha has had some of their best matches. So you're, you're pretty good too. Damn it. Well, I try to downplay myself. I, try oh, I know that's that the humble Kurt angle, a shirt coming to you everywhere. <laughs> oh man. I like the asshole angle or the angry angle, by the way, that was fun. Angry angle can get out of control a little bit. You can, you could ask my wife that I'm sure <laughs> well, we'll, pepper, it's pretty bad. We'll hear about it soon enough. All over the, all yes, over the know. airwaves. Yeah. Why is the wrestling? There you go. Well, you pin AJ after Tomko, who by the way, is at ringside attempts to interfere. You duck a chair shot and end up hitting AJ with the Olympic Olympic slam onto the chair. Christian attacks you, which brings out Rhino who attacks Christian and Tomko, and then Samoa Joe runs out with the chair to clear the ring. First things first here, though, you and Christian are both heels, so that's going to be hard. Then you add Tomko, so that kind of makes you a default baby face since you don't have a heater. Then Samoa Joe is saving you. Is, is this all too much? Yeah, you know what? It felt like they were just trying to put, to put a bunch of storylines into one program, and it got really complicated. I'm not sure why they did this, but uh, there were just too many guys involved in this program. Yeah. A lot going on here. A lot of names, a lot of things happening. It's also announced that Samoa Joe is going to be the special guest enforcer for your match versus Christian. And the story is that Joe wants you to win so he can uh, take the title from you. How do you feel about those that say that the two of you, you and Joe should have been separated from each other for a while coming off three pay-per-view matches in a row. Well, you know what? With Joe, we did three straight pay-per-views and I, I won best out of three and they didn't know what to do with them. Uh, I think it's because I beat his undefeated streak. I ended his undefeated streak. I beat him in a best out of three and they had no idea where they went, wanted to go with Joe at this point in time. So they attached him to me and I'm having a program with Christian and Joe's there, you know, getting involved somehow. And it, it was just all really weird. And I just don't think that, uh, they treated Joe the right way. I think they panicked and thought, okay, we, you know, Joe was undefeated. We had him way up here. Now he's down here because Kurt beat him twice. And, um, they, they kept him attached to me for some strange reason. It's really unfortunate. You know, TNA had some super talented guys 
at the time and just to not have a little bit of a better plan or a little bit of a long-term plan, it could have been so helpful for some of you guys and what you were trying to accomplish there with the TV and pay-per-view. Especially so, for Samoa Joe. Absolutely. So here we go, Kurt. We're going to throw it to another clip. Samoa Joe advising Christian Cage. Let's check it out. Now, Kurt, it seems that last week you have a lot of questions for me. It seems that a lot of fans here in the Impact Zone and around the world have one burning question for me. And that question is, why would Samoa Joe help Kurt Angle? What's the story? There has to be a reason why Samoa Joe would help Kurt Angle. Well, it was obvious last week that Kurt Angle felt that Samoa Joe might be the special consultant for the champion, Christian Cage. Well, let me make this perfectly clear. You see, Kurt, I wouldn't help you if your car was stuck on the tracks and the train was three seconds from hitting you. Kurt, I wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. Harsh. It's obvious it's not over between these two. A lot of, spit, a lot of spitting in these shows. Resolution, <laughs> Kurt. You didn't beat me and you know it. I just ran out of time. Well, Samoa Joe had Kurt Angle on the ropes, but the clock ran out in the Iron Man match. But you see, now I have all the time in the world. So I'll tell you what, because of that, I have now made it my mission. I have now made it my cause to give Kurt a fair heavyweight title shot. That's why I am now the very unofficial guest ring enforcer at Against All Odds. Whoa! I wonder what the world champion and Kurt Angle think about that. And Kurt, just know this. We all know that one-on-one -on -one and without Christian's monkey Tomko running around, you'll kill him any day of the week. And I want that to happen. Because you see, the next time we fight, it won't just be for pride. It will be for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Well, now we know a little bit more about the motives of the Samoan submission machine. He wants to work it out, Mike, so that Kurt Angle wins that championship match, and then he can beat Kurt Angle for the world championship down the line. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance yet. We never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. 
Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. Hey, do you still have that jacket? Uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hope I don't, you know what? a lot of my merchandise or my, my stuff that I wore my gear. I gave it to charities and hall of fame. So ah, okay. I just curious. Have, my wife wants to kill me because I gave everything away. <laughs> All right. Let's hear what you got to say here. I beat you at final resolution. I figured you and I were over. I assume that, but I guess that's what I get for assuming. No, I don't have a problem with you still wanting to fight me. I just have a problem with the way you're going about it. You see, ironically, Christian Cage came out here last week and told me that he had a consultant who hates me that's going to train him to beat me and against all odds. But then he went further and he said that I knew this person very well and that I pissed this person off. Hmm. And then he went even further and he told me that by the end of the evening, he would give me a hint, a clue, to who this person was. Well, at the end of the evening, when I stood up in the ring and turned around, all I saw was you standing here and a chair right next to you. So, I don't need to get hit by a chair to get it, Joe. If you want to train Christian Cage to beat me, and against all odds, I don't have a problem with that. But if you get within a foot of that match, not only am I going to snap off your ankle, I'm going to shove it Let straight up your ass. You right there, Kurt. If there's one thing that I've never been or never needed to be, it's a liar. So rest assured, at against all odds, I'll be your best friend. And rest assured, the next time we fight, I'll be taking the NWA World Heavyweight title from you. Well, the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion is love and light. Not only- Here he comes, Christian Cage now making his way out. This three-way, man, I'm telling you. Position of power. Might as well have been a triple threat. Yeah, exactly. To stir the you-know-what, and nobody is better at it than he is. He's got an inside Kurt Angle's head, and that's advantage Christian heading into against all odds. So, Kurt, you think you got it figured out, huh? You think you figured out the puzzle? Well, let me set your mind at ease, my friend. Samoa Joe is not my consultant. The truth of the matter is, Samoa Joe isn't good enough to consult me on anything. Oh, Christian Cage. Have you been paying attention for the past two years? That's ridiculous. But then again, I do have the reputation for being a liar. And I, I mean, I'm so damn good at lying that sometimes I don't even know when I'm telling the truth. But the truth about tonight is this. Before this show is over, Kurt, I am gonna give you a second hint. And this person as someone that's been close to you, maybe closer than you think. Oh, the mind games continue right here now. You see Joe and Kurt Angle going at it. I mean, think about it. Who really is better than Christian Cage at playing those kind of mind games? 
Oh, it's obvious Kurt Angle is still convinced that Samoa Joe is a special consultant. Uh, okay, so I got a level set here. We have you, Christian. We have uh, Samoa Joe, obviously, involved. We have an enforcer that's coming in. I mean, this is your first time that you ever get to challenge somebody for an NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and there's so much going on. You, you just beat Samoa Joe, okay, in, in three you know consecutive matches. Did it need to be this complicated, Kurt? What are we doing here? No, everything got really confusing. I think they just didn't know what to do with a lot of the guys, and um, they were trying to make a, a, a program um, between Christian and myself and adding Joe to it, uh, I guess because after Christian and I wrestled, I think they were planning on winter facing Samoa Joe. Now, Tomka was always attached to Christian, so I understand that. Yeah. But I do believe that somebody gets added into this even more to make it more complicated <laughs> in the future. So uh, I'm not sure if you're going to say it here, but um, there's somebody else that's coming to uh, – to the forefront as well. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, more we, got, complicated. We, we got Scott Steiner on his way, obviously the enforcer. So he's coming into, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, there's so many layers of what we're trying to accomplish when ultimately we just want to see you and Christian battle for the NWA championship. It would have been simpler and more effective. There we absolutely go. Absolutely right. So the main event on that show, by the way, was Christian beating Christopher Daniels, uh, with Joe and Tomko at ringside. And the show ends with you and Joe arguing it kind of feels at this point, I got to say it, we've said it already. It's a, a three-way feud with you, Joe, and Christian. Uh, are, are, are you having thoughts now? Like, hey, if you needed to keep Joe with me, just let me work with Joe then. Or, hey, I'm fine. Just let me work with Christian. Is it one or the other? Or, or are you just, hey, I'm the company man, whatever you need me to do? What I wanted to do is I wanted to finish my program with Joe, have the program with Christian for the world title, and then go back to Joe. But for some reason, they attached Joe to me, and they continued to keep yeah. him attached to me. And I thought that made it a lot more complicated. I think Joe could have went off, wrestled somebody else, got over, got some wins under his belt, and came back and wrestled for the NWA World Heavyweight title against me. But that's not what happened. It's unfortunate. Could yeah, I, I love that. Better. Yeah. yeah, let let it breathe a little bit. Let you two separate and do your own things and build you both back up for another another big event. So. Definitely. Well, you're announced for a New Japan show on February the 18th around this time frame. This is not the New Japan of the last five years with Okada on top and big business, uh, you know, as, as far as how it was then. They're losing money. They're in the red. How does this deal come to be? Is it through TNA? Is it a separate deal? Do you remember how that all came together with you in New Japan at the time? That deal came together because of Brock Lesnar. What happened was Brock was the champion over there for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he wouldn't do a job for any of the wrestlers over there. And he told the, the head of the promotion uh, to get a hold of Kurt Angle and have Kurt Angle come over here and beat me for the world title, and then he'll drop it. And so that's how New Japan ended up contacting me was because of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And Dixie and TNA, everybody was fine with that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dixie, you know, after a while, TNA started booking me over there. And what they did is they decided um, I was supposed to give TNA a certain amount of dates that I was getting paid for. They started including those dates in New Japan and even uh, dates with AAA. So I wasn't getting paid for those dates. TNA was. Uh, but but I was getting paid a good sum of money. I was right. really happy with that. 
But I was just surprised that they included these dates with the TNA dates. And then eventually I went to Dixie and I said, listen, I can't go over there anymore. I like, I went over there six times in two years. I went to AAA a couple of times and it was a lot of travel and it was getting really hard on me. I was wrestling full time for TNA and also doing new Japan and AAA. And I told Dixie, I can't do this anymore. I can only wrestle for uh, TNA. And uh, she obliged and said, don't worry. Uh, that's where we'll go. There you go. Well, listen, let's talk about the morale because there's some, there's some noise going on around this time as well. And Meltzer reported it in the observer. He said the morale situation has gotten worse. Unfortunately, what has happened is a divide between the stars in TNA. And we're talking about Jeff Jarrett sting yourself, Christian and Kevin Nash, who are perceived as making the most money, which they are. And the rest of the guys they cut back on the shuttle from the airport and hotel rooms, plus the fact the aforementioned five guys dress in a separate dressing room has built on the natural resentment of guys not making much to guys who are making a lot more and getting all the stardom perks. So, Kurt, tell us what the locker room situation is like at this time. Is it just you guys getting dressed separately and being taken care of compared to the other talents? Do you think this is based out of jealousy or was this fact, my friend? I think it was a fact, but you have to remember, I was new to the company. I came in and I did what I was told. I was told to uh, change in a dressing room, which was part of a building at Universal Studios. And I didn't know where the other talent was changing. They were changing in trailer homes with no bathrooms. It, it was it was really uh, difficult. I mean, it was hard on them. I didn't know this. And eventually I picked up on it and I saw what was going on. But by then it was too late. Um, I didn't know about the shuttles to the uh, the building and back to the hotel. I didn't know that they weren't going to pay for them anymore. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on that I don't blame the talent for being upset because the, there was preferential treatment. You know, the f- five of us were treated a little bit differently than the uh, the rest of the crew. And uh, I totally understand it. And I feel really badly about it. Well, listen, I read the, the names there, you know, you sting Jared Christian names. I'm not saying. AJ Styles, uh, you know, Samoa Joe, uh, Bobby Roode. Did you ever hear from any of these guys? Did they bring stuff up to you at all as you got to know them about, hey, man, this is this this stuff sucks? No, no, I didn't. But I think the reason why uh, AJ and Joe and Bobby Roode were treated differently was the other guys were successful in other companies before they came in. You know, AJ and Joe and Bobby Roode were known as TNA superstars. That's where they started. So I think that the reason why we were treated differently is because we came, became big stars in WWE and WCW and moved over to TNA and they felt like, you know, the, the company felt like we want to treat these guys the way they were treated in WWE and WCW and give them their own locker room and do, do what wrestling usually does. You know, the wrestling business has been like this since day one, you know, the top guys always got the better treatment. The bottom guys got the worst treatment. But unfortunately for AJ and Joe and Bobby Roode, uh, they were established in TNA, so they weren't established beforehand. And I'm sure, too, part of TNA's thinking is if we take care of these guys, they're going to whisper down the lane to other potential free agents that we could bring in as well and say, hey, we're treated like gold here. This is a good place for you, too. So trying to think strategically in that regard, too, for potential other free agents. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, if, if someone asked me, I'd say, yeah, I was treated like gold. I, 
You yeah. Know, they're, 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 they're setting me up. They're laying out the, the red carpet and, you know, treating me incredibly well. So yeah, the word would travel around. There you go. Well, listen, also in the observer, it's brought up that Jarrett Dutch Mantel and Russo are the main creative forces, but they're looking to add Mike Tenay and Jim Cornette to the booking committee. Was Russo the main driving creating force with you? And what was it like working with Dutch Tenay and Cornette? Well, Russo was the main driving force behind me. I didn't work with Dutch or uh, Cornette or Tenay very much, but when I did, they were great. Uh, I, I thought they had a, a great experience and they knew what they were talking about and they knew what they were doing. So they were all very talented. Listen, Kurt, we have heard stories and I say we, the wrestling community fans, all of us in general, we've heard plenty of stories over the years of Russo and Cornette not getting along. And my goodness, it's not stories. They, they'll, they'll pretty much straight out tell you if you're listening that they can't stand each other. Did you ever see, see some of that live? Did you ever hear any of that? Did you ever witness any of the Cornette Russo drama? I've heard stories, but I never witnessed them not getting along. So okay. they had a pretty professional relationship in TNA. Mm, there you go. Well, there's talk of you going to AAA, which you had just mentioned, uh, to work a major show along with New Japan. And uh, you were just mentioning it a little bit ago. I guess you didn't have to clear those bookings with TNA. They were partnering together with TNA. Um, is Who's handling all this for you? Is this Dixie and her team, and they're just telling you where to be and where you got to go and all that kind of thing? Yeah, pretty much Dixie and TNA. Um, they were taking the bookings from New Japan and AAA, and they were having me go over there. Like I said before, I wasn't getting paid for it. It was part of my contract or part of my dates in TNA. At least TNA made it that way. And, uh, you know, eventually I put a stop to it because it was getting to be too much. Too much traveling, too much working, uh, not just for one company, but for three companies. And I felt like I just wanted to focus on TNA. Well, Kurt, let's continue with what's going on in the news around this exact time in your life. And you go on Bubba the Love Sponge on January 23rd and talk about another MMA match and bring up Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture, and Tito Ortiz specifically. Were there talks at this time for you uh, to be in one of these fights with these guys? Did you ever bring this up to TNA to promote it on pay-per-view? Uh, so talk to us a little bit about what was going on here. Well, I went to... UFC in 2006, right after I signed with TNA and I talked to Dana White and he told me that I couldn't fight and wrestle at the same time. And I respected that. And I told him if I ever decide to, uh, leave wrestling, I'll give you a call. And, uh, we had a great talk. And at the time, at this particular time in 2007, Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture and Tito Ortiz were the top guys. They were the most popular guys. They were the talk of the town, the talk of the UFC. And I was a big fan of all three of them. And I was very interested in fighting any of them, but you know, I, I knew I wouldn't be able to do it, uh, until I left wrestling for good. And, uh, TNA wasn't going to set up a fight for me. They, they're not going to sanction an MMA fight for me to fight, you know, Chuck Liddell or Tito Ortiz or Randy Couture. It just wasn't going to happen. Speaking of that interview, you also say this. You said that Dixie is a better businesswoman than Vince McMahon and that she's paying you more than Vince ever did. Now, is this you just trying to put the company over or are you holding on to some bad feelings about the WWE? Tell us what you're thinking. What's true. What's not true. Uh, a little going. bit of both. I, I had some harsh feelings for toward WWE. I don't anymore, but I did at the time. 
and I was trying to put my new company over. I don't believe Dixie Carter is a better businesswoman than Dixie. Man, I think they're both great. But I, you know, I also think that, um, uh, you know, putting the company over was the right thing to do. And and you know, I'm I'm in TNA, and I might as well promote it while I'm doing it. So, uh, you know, I I wanted to put the company over. Hey, understandable. The feelings are real and are fresh. The wounds are fresh at the time. And you're feeling a certain kind of way and you said what you said, but, uh, totally makes sense looking back on it now. Well, listen, we had to dig into some of what was going on, but let's get back to against all odds in the build. And we find Samoa Joe is back in the ring and he has a lot on his mind. Let's check that out here. Now, supposedly Tom goes backstage and he's babysitting somebody and that somebody is not me. In fact, tonight. I promise I will very much clarify my position as unofficial enforcer at Against All Odds. And I will not only make it clear to you, Kurt, but I'll make it clear to the entire world. And as far as Christian Cage goes, well, quite simply put, the only business we have is calculating how much time I'm going to spend kicking your Wow. Hey, hey, up here on the screen. Joe, hey. How you doing, the champ? Didn't mean to interrupt you there. Ah, there's a lot of rumors going around. A lot of talk about you and I. Are you my consultant? Are we in cahoots? Are we? Are, are we? Ah. We both know the truth, though, don't we, Joe? We know the truth. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. I feel really good about my chances of retaining my NWA World Heavyweight Championship at Against All Odds. And I feel really good about this whole situation going on right now. It's uh, it's kind of like chicken soup for the soul, huh, Jojo Bear? Huh? And as for Kurt Angle, I know he's watching. And Kurt, I hope you're paying close attention. Because tonight, you're going to get a third hint. A third hint. Where did you already get it? It's also confusing. I'm losing track. <laughs> Christian Cage loves to play those mind games, doesn't he? Nobody knows what's really going on with this situation. It will be Christian Cage, Kurt Angle, for the NWA World's title, coming up at Against All Odds. Samoa Joe asked for Christian Cage, but instead he ends up with the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. You know, I'm getting a little tired of this Christian Cage, Samoa Joe charade. Now, if you're going to screw me over, Joe... Why do you want to wait until it gets to all odds? Why don't you do it right in front of my face right now? Because to me, you're nothing but a bold-faced liar. Wow. That got Joe out of the chair in a hurry, didn't it? Oh, look at that. Look at Joe. Those right hands. He's got Angle rocking. Kurt Angle just is convinced that Samoa Joe's in special consultant with Christian Cage. And Joe's been trying to tell him. And now the fight's going on in there. Christian Cage. And he whipped it. Buddy, you took that one right to the face. Get in those shots with Joe fights back with rights, but here it's the 
numbers game. Now yeah. it's two on one. The two on one beat down right there is AJ able to get away from Rhino and he looks at AJ slams it in the back as AJ Styles and Christian. Could AJ Styles be the consultant? What's going on out there right now? This is unbelievable. Look at this. Oh, AJ again. Steel chair to the back and that one goes right to the knee. And look at this, Christian Cage holding Kurt Angle right there. Hits him in the back and then he hits him with the unprettier after AJ hits him with the chair. Oh, and now Christian Cage choking Kurt Angle with his ring jacket. Christian Cage and AJ Styles being on the last word. Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, they're down and out. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customer 56 to 1 odds. Just bet $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, Play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. Now, new customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code ANGLE and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code ANGLE at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777. Or visit ccp.org slash chat in New York. Call one eight seven seven eight hope in or text hope in to four, six, seven, three, six, nine. One more time, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code angle and get 56 to one odds on either team. Just bet $5 and get 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that's promo code angle at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Kurt, you take a, a chair to the back and the unprettier. Tell us about the chair to the back. People that say, oh, it's wrestling's <laughs> fake. It's, it's it doesn't hurt. Chair. It's real and it hurts like a son of a bitch. <sighs> my but God. You know, what, you know what was going through my mind during that segment was who the hell is the baby face? <laughs> Everybody they had, freaking ill. <laughs> they have a, they now entering AJ Styles oh, to the mix. We, we don't have enough. We don't have enough characters in this story. Let's throw in another one. It is a hell of a brawl. And, and we have all these people that are now part of the storyline. I can't keep track. I'm starting to make a list here so I can remember the names, but my goodness. 25. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Royal rumble. Everybody just keeps entering the <laughs> ring. It's hard to keep, keep track of, but here we go. It's on the go home impact. You will team with Samoa Joe to go against AJ Styles and Christian. So maybe we're building the that show. That's what we're doing. The Observer reports it as the best impact match in a while. Oh, thank you, Dave Meltzer. Rhino distracts AJ, which leads to you hitting him with an Olympic slam off the top rope for the win. And we're going to check out the close to that match because we get some pretty big news. Let's check it out, Kurt. Kurt Angle 
face Christian Cage for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and you saw the handshake between Angle and the unofficial enforcer, Samoa Joe. It's kind of an agreement they got. That's not an agreement. You wait a minute. Somebody just came in the ring right. and hit him with a lead pipe. A hooded man. He just cleaned up Rhino. Hooded Angle. man. Oh, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner with a lead pipe. Angle fighting back. And look at Kurt Angle with those right hands and Rock Steiner. Oh, the light bulb's gone off. The special consultant, Scott Steiner. And now you see the numbers game as he's already taken out Joe. And Rhino with the lead pipe. And now look at him just screaming at Kurt Angle to get off. Oh, I'm with you. I think it's pretty obvious. We now know that oh, Big Pop will pop with the clothesline. Scott Steiner is Christian Cage's special consultant for the world title match. And he drops the elbow on Angle. Oh, look at him now rubbing it in their face. As you see Scott Steiner, you see Christian Cage. So many questions are answered. And now Christian Cage hands it the lead pipe. Steiner is setting him up right here in the crowd. Oh, no, he's got the pipe around his neck. Oh, pretty obvious here. Christian Cage, Scott Steiner, weakening Kurt Angle. Prior to the world's title match this Sunday. And against all odds, hey, Christian's right in his face. Just spinning on him right there. Letting him know he'll never see that belt. And they're going to face each other this Sunday. And against all odds, and look at the life. Basically, the breath going out of Kurt Angle. You've got to join us this Sunday and against all odds. Yes, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship at stake. Christian Cage to make his first defense against Kurt Angle. Samoa Joe, special enforcer. And we now know Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, is Christian Cage's consultant. He's his consultant. So we have Scott Steiner who Holy comes shit. out. <laughs> he comes out to a big time pop, though. And uh, hits the elbow drop on you. He's doing push-ups. They're all doing push-ups. What did you think of Big Papa Pump, that version of Scott Steiner? Did you dig that? Did you like it? I absolutely love Big Papa Pump. He was so entertaining on his promos. He had a great look. He looked like a Greek god. I mean, this guy had arms. They had to be 22 inches. I mean, the, and he was a great performer, too. But listen, let's get into something that may, I want to, hopefully we get a little angry angle. I don't know. We'll see. The match was 10 minutes live, according to reports, but was edited down to three minutes and 16 seconds. Yeah. A little three sixteen reference there for you. Do you know why it is? And does finding this out at the time, were you pissed off when you found this out that my God, we had an awesome 10 minutes and you guys have edited down to three sixteen. Well, you know what? I didn't know at that particular time, but I'm pissed off now because that was one of the best matches we've had in a while. Mm. That's what Dave Meltzer said. Yeah. And they reduced it from 10 minutes to three minutes. Holy shit. Like we what just we doing? a great performance, had a great 10 minute match and you reduced it to three minutes. I have no idea why they did that. So this episode of impact, by the way, Kurt draws its highest audience for a TV show in its history at this point. And what do you credit that to? Do you, is it, what do you, what do you think? I think it's because they knew stars were coming in. Hmm. They heard this, uh, you know, special in ring enforcer or Christian's coach was coming in. I came in just recently. I think they started expecting bigger stars coming in. And that's what happened that night. And I think that's what the people tuned in for to see who it was going to be. And it was Scott Steiner. Hey, you teased Goldberg. You teased Brock Lesnar. (laughs) So hell yeah, it's a huge rating. (laughs) Yeah, that was the week before. So obviously 
they're expecting Brock Lesnar or, or, uh, or Goldberg, but Scott Snyder isn't a bad choice either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Well, it's reported in the observer that the feeling was Christian was going to put together a heel stable called Christian's coalition to feud with you, Joe and Rhino. But it seems like you're bouncing back and forth between heel and face. Last month, you're attacking Samoa Joe's girlfriend, which, by the way, it's completely forgotten. And now you're standing tall with Samoa Joe. Talk about the lack of consistency these first couple months of your TNA run. Does it hurt you, do you think? Or I mean, I, it's easy to see it now as you look back and, and see these first few months. What are you thinking here? I think it, it did hurt me a little bit because the fans didn't know whether I was a baby face or a heel. I didn't know. The wrestlers didn't know. Nobody knew. It was just uh, really weird to go back and forth and not yeah. really know what position I stood for. Well, the rumor and innuendo, as Conrad says at the time, is that the long-term thinking is for Samoa Joe to win the NWA title before you so that when you do win the title, uh, it's over. It's over Joe. Uh, do you remember that being the long-term plan? Did you agree with all that? I don't agree with it because I beat Joe uh, to end his undefeated streak. I beat him best out of the three series and to beat him for the NWA world heavyweight title too. I mean, you talk <sighs> about putting a nail in someone's coffin. Yeah. You don't want to beat somebody three straight times in a row. That's, that's just crazy. And I don't think that's the right thing to do. It's one thing losing to Kurt Angle. It's another thing just becoming Kurt Angle's bitch. <laughs> exactly. And, you know what I mean? And that's Anybody essentially, bitch, yeah. but that's essentially when you just keep losing and losing and lose, what's the point, you know, yeah, yeah, what's the draw, <laughs> you know, you so keep coming back to lose to me. Right. It's like, yeah. how stupid can you be? <laughs> yeah. So no, to makes total sense there. Well, we're at the match. We made it. It's you and Christian in the impact zone. You've been wrestling at the impact zone at this point for almost three months. Is the crowd, do you feel like it's starting to get a little burned out seeing all this action week after week after week? Same same fan base, same same well, location. That, that was the reason. We had the same fans come every week. Sometimes a few different fans, but for the most part, they were very loyal and they were awesome fans. But it does get a little old when you're going every week, the same place and doing, you know, doing your wrestling, doing your show. And uh, not traveling around the country and going to different cities and getting new crowds every week. We had the same crowd every week, and it's going to get old after a while. Well, you have Christian versus the Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, for the NWA title. That's the main event for Against All Odds. In the matches beforehand, you had a chain match between AJ Styles and Rhino, Sting beating Abyss in a, in a prison yard match, Lance Hoyt, who we now know in AEW as Lance Archer with David Eckstein against Dale Torberg with AJ Przinsky. And then you had the big oil guy in a tuxedo street fight against Christy Hemi. <laughs> Was this all tough to follow when you're able just to have, Hey, I just want a straight wrestling match. Is it a, tough yeah, to follow all that? a lot of gimmick matches that night? And it was really tough to follow, but I had all the confidence in the world that Christian and I could pull it off. And we went 19 minutes. It, it was a great match. So I can't complain about that. The true wrestling fan was begging for you <laughs> and Christian for pure wrestling. That's right. That's right. They didn't get any of it. To, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have Christian cage. He would pin you in 19 minutes and two seconds to retain the title angle guaranteed before the match. This is from uh, Dave Meltzer. He before the match that he would win the title. You know, Cornette has zero power because the Cornette booking rule of thumb 
is if the face either guarantees, promises, or swears to God on something on television, he has to deliver. Now, Kurt, this is an old school thought process, but it doesn't look great when the baby face doesn't come through. Would you agree? I agree. I think he's right. But I also think that a baby face can save face if the heel cheats and wins. So if, if, if the heel wins straight up, I understand, you know, uh, uh, guaranteeing a win that would be detrimental. But when you guarantee a win and the, and the heel cheats, I think you have an out. Right. Know? That's the monkey wrench. Yes. That's the saving grace. Hey, listen, he didn't beat me straight, you know, it didn't beat me straight up. So there you go. Well, Tomko came out with Christian, but Steiner, he didn't show up. He's not there yet. They spent the whole show teasing that Tomko and Steiner didn't get along. Joe came out a couple of minutes into the match to be the ringside enforcer. Angle did a running tackle, but Christian moved and Angle's shoulder hit the post. Joe was at ringside coaching Angle to get up. So we have Kurt Steiner and Tomko and Christian have been together for like four days at this point. Way too soon for that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They built a coalition in like four days. It was yeah. just too quick, too fast. Too many big stars in that one one uh, group of guys. Uh, yeah, definitely. The, the Christian Coalition. Was there a reason Joe came out late to the match, by the way? I don't know. I don't know why he came out late. I'm not sure why he wasn't there the whole entire match. Maybe he was late to the show that night. I don't know. But you never know what happened. But I... I you know, I, I think they wanted to give him, um, uh, you know, like his own personal entrance in the middle of the match to show, hey, everybody, Samoa Joe's here. So I, I do understand why they did in the middle of the match, but it didn't make any sense because he was the unofficial ring enforcer, and I thought he should have been there the whole entire match. Back to Meltzer. He said Christian worked over the shoulder. He went for an unprettier, but angle reversed into an ankle lock. Christian did a low blow and hit the unprettier, but ankle kicked out. Angle did the running up the ropes, belly to belly superplex. He followed with seven German suplexes, but Christian kicked out. AJ Styles was the first guy in, but Joe chased him to the back. With everyone distracted, Christian hit angle with a chair shot. And try both a frog splash and an unprettier, but Angle kicked out of both. Did they have ang- uh, agents helping with you put this this whole thing together like WWE had? They had a couple of agents, but the talent usually put the matches together and presented it to the agent, and the agent would approve. In WWE, the agents every bit a part of the match as the as you're structuring it. So with TNA, you have a little more creative liberty as the talent to put the match together. It just felt like there was a lot of interference in these TNA main events. Uh, and I just never understood the thought process and, and always having, you know, the, these kind of chaotic interferences in these big time main events. I'm not sure why that occurred. Uh, you know, it could be because, you know, the agents didn't really take control of the matches. Um, you know, me personally, I didn't. Uh, tell which talent when to come in or with time and during my match. So that, that is the agent's the decision, but for some reason they did it quite a bit. They did. Well, Hey, let's get to the finishing sequence of the match, Kurt, as we wrap up this big time event with you and Christian, let's check it out. Oh, salute, and there it is. Olympic slam, but again, the referee's down and out. It does. There's nothing that the ref can do. He's out. Samoa Joe takes Thomas, throws him into the ring. One. victory just this far away from winning the nwa world's heavyweight title for the first time wow mike 
exhausting. What a matchup. And again, you see Christian Cage right the eyes, and he oh, hits the referee. Andrew Thomas takes another shot. Angle ducked. Christian hit him. But boy, Christian never saw that clothesline coming. Wait a minute. Tom, Tom Cole. Cole comes Tom in the blind side. No. God. Throws him in the steps. Unbelievable. And now he gets into the ring. Give him the German suplex. Come on, Kurt. Oh, think, think of the energy, though, that, that Angle's expending with these German suplexes. He's tossing Tom Cole around. There's a, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner just came by the table. He's got that pipe. He's got that lead pipe. The referee, and keep in mind, nobody's actually made contact. What more does Kurt Angle have to overcome out there? They think about it. They've thrown everything at him. Every obstacle tossed in his path. Samoa Joe close lights Tom Cole to the floor. Samoa Joe doing everything he can to help Kurt Angle win this match. And now Joe says, finish it. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Finish it. Christian, in the back of his mind, has to realize what? that a disqualification loss would cost him the title as Joe and Angle come face to face. What are we watching? Ah! Oh, suicide dive! Unbelievable! Joe takes out Combo and Snyder. Takes them both out. This is unreal. But Kurt Angle again. Huh. Right by the broadcast table. Joe with those rights and lefts has Tomko really Scott Steiner right by his oh. Scott Steiner steel chair. Oh, but Joe fights it off and counters it and then hits him with the chair. Oh, oh. nail Steiner on hand. Look at oh. Joe. Oh. Two chair shots on the top of the head. Doing everything <laughs> he can great. so that Kurt Angle can win this match. But Tom. look at Kurt Angle. He's taking everything he can The imitation. Take, and there's nothing left. <laughs> Tomko and Samoa Joe fight to the back. So for those that can't see this, he's doing a Christian does a Kurt Angle in imitation of pulling the strap down. Angle reverses into the ankle lock. Uh, the, this, this is the second time. He's had him. He's had him beat. He should have the belt at this point. He's but again, beat. the referee's down again. He's beating him. I don't know what he goes he can do. What else can you ask of this man? He's overcome he's every Come on. He's tapping out. That's not quite a bit of time here, Damn it, the referee's What's that? Time. The ref's out for quite a bit of time. Yeah, ref's over there taking a serious nap. <laughs> Christian just hit you with a pipe instead of a sledgehammer in WWF. Now it's a pipe in TNA. Here we go. Asians, he had to build Now the ref wakes grass, up. But the referee was down both times, and now Cage That's tries to revive him. him in the head a couple you can times. see <laughs> he's still lifting with that ankle lock with the pipe. And now he's woken the referee up. He's setting him up for the attorney. And he nails it perfectly. Can Kurt Angle get his shoulder up again? Come on, one, two, no! Ladies and gentlemen, it's still the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, That's what you do. You smack the concussed referee in the back of the head a few times to wake him up. Three times. Line of the show. That was fantastic. So, uh, so there we go. So according to Meltzer, we, he, he breaks everything down that we just heard Joe coming out angle. You trying the, the ankle lock. I'm not going to go through all of his notes, but he did wrap this up. He says, good match, but every TNA NWA title match has had the same ref bump spots and they're in the most WWE. And the, and he says they are in most WWE title matches as well because they're easy pops. But in this belt, they felt old. They had the crowd at the end, which was no small feat given that nobody else could get them throughout that entire card that I read you earlier. You guys had the card in the palm of your hand, but Dave said that this didn't have what I'd call usual main event heat. He gave it three and a half stars. 
Kurt, what did you think? This is a second loss. This time it's the Christian who, by the way, was still undefeated at this point. So what'd you think of this one? I thought it was a great match. I thought the finish was a little screwy, a um, little unorganized, a little bit messy, uh, probably because it was so complicated. You have so many people involved, uh, weapons involved, chairs, pipes, uh, ref bumps. It was really complicated. I think way too complicated than it needed to be. I mean, I would have rather just wrestled Christian in a straight up amateur wrestling match and, uh, you know, had the referee decide the winner. <laughs> How fun would have that been, right? Just a classic. Yeah. Simpler match. the better. Yeah. That would have been a lot of fun. A lot of overthinking, overcomplicating back and in these days. You don't days. have to remember every damn little spot. Yeah. When the weapon was coming in, when uh wrestler was charging into the ring, uh, you just, it's just really complicated. Well, listen, it's reported in the observer that one of the original plans was for 10 German suplexes. You called it short at seven. Is that correct though? Do you remember you guys, you were going to try to do 10 Germans? Yeah. Yeah. The ring was really stiff and Kristen was taking some hard bumps and I stopped at seven. I didn't okay. want to put him through the other three. <laughs> It, it was really hard. He was, he, the wind was getting knocked out of him. So I had this, I had to reduce it to seven. And you know what, Kurt, that's a nice guy. You know, I mean, you did spit in his face a couple of weeks <laughs> earlier. So the least you could do is only give him seven German suplex. You're so. right. Hurt him less. There you <laughs> go. Well, let's get to the fan questions, Kurt, and then we'll wrap up Adfreeshows.com slap nut. Eric Sedan asks, is it easier to work with your friends when you're in a program like you were with Christian or was it easier to wrestle somebody that you didn't get along with? No, it's easier to work with your friend because when you stiff them, you don't have to apologize and you don't have to worry about a receipt. So you always want to work with your friends. It goes a lot better. Adfreeshows.com and ha- enhancement talent Ishan Shavans from India asks, after Christian Cage defeated you with a screwy finish, you began a feud with Steiner instead of continuing going after the world title. The story was there, but TNA didn't do it. Was it something you didn't want to do, or was that management? Oh, it was management. I think they wanted me to get away from the TNA or the yeah the, the NWA world title at the time. Uh, they didn't want me to win it right away, and they wanted me to go off and do a program with Scott Steiner. And I thought that made great sense because it did get me away from the world title for a couple months. And then, uh, then I had the build up for my world title eventually. So I did need a program with Scott Steiner. I needed a good win after losing twice to Samoa Joe and Christian. So this was a good win for me. There you go. We have one final question and it comes to us from my push member, Yambag Jones. And he said, do you think Christian would have reached the heights he did without leaving WWE and proving he could be the man in TNA. You mean the, is it, was he in, the man in WLB or TNA? What, what do do, he do you think he would have reached the heights that he ultimately did in wrestling? Do you think he would have reached those heights without, you know, by the, the fact that he did leave and kind of prove himself and become the man in TNA? Do you think that that was fundamental to him eventually kind yes, of becoming yes, looked at I as a superstar? Because he didn't reach his full potential in WWE. Right. I think TNA gave him that ability to reach his potential. And then he went back to WWE and he started winning world titles. So I think this was the beginning of a good push for Christian. There you go, Kurt. Well, listen, this is the celebration of the one year of the podcast. What Happy some- one year anniversary. 
Any, any highlights for you? Anything that sticks out? I mean, aside from you and I starting to work together, what other highlights were there for you uh, for this first year of the podcast? Having my co-host, Paul Bromwell. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, I would say our incredible guests. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we had Sasha Banks, Randy Couture. We had a lot of great guests. Uh, Randy Orton, uh, very good. Uh, and talking about my world title runs in WWE and TNA, those are really special, too, those episodes. Talk about what the fans can expect for year two, man. I've seen the schedule. It's going to be exciting, isn't it? Incredible stories about my history. Uh, Also, we got some amazing guests. (sighs) Really, really good guests. Uh, Better, perhaps better than last year, but, you know, I I don't want to uh, oversell it. Yeah. Oversell it. Exactly. So uh, we have some great guests on the show this year. Man, I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it, Kurt. I love working with you. Uh, We really, I feel like, are hitting our stride and getting that chemistry going and having a lot of fun together. And uh, next week, uh, we're not going to talk about some of the next few week shows because some of those could be surprises. But eventually, we're getting to No Way Out 2002. The NWO enters the WWE. You take on Triple H in a number one contenders match coming off the Royal Rumble. And we're going to begin the build to WrestleMania 18 which we will also cover in March. I know you got to be excited about that, man. Yeah. The NWO coming into WWE. It was a great time. Uh, you know, very scary time at the same time because those guys, you know, they had a reputation. Yes. That, um, you know, they, they, they definitely were going to uphold it in WWE. So, uh, it's going to be a good story to talk about in an episode. There we go. Listen, if you're not a member of adfreeshows.com, this is the place to be. Kurt, we're going to go back this month and watch you and The Undertaker from No Way Out 2006. And we're going to do that together. Uh, it's an anniversary year for that, that we're going to we're going to watch that match and make sure it's released the day of the actual anniversary. But uh, the reason we're doing that is because AFS, my push member, Big D-W-W-E, yep, that's his name. He said, guys, I love last month's bonus episode. Would like to see your commentary on your No Way Out 2006 match against The Undertaker. I was lucky enough to witness this classic bout in attendance. And Big D WWE, that's what Kurt and I are going to do together. And you can find that exclusively on adfreeshows.com, man. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode. It's one of my greatest matches of my career with The Undertaker. A lot of great submission trade-offs, great false finishes. We told a really good story in this match. I'm really proud of it. It's a fun one too, Kurt, because we had just talked Royal Rumble 2006. And when he came out the end and you had that orgasm in your uh, sling <laughs> yeah. and the I ring collapsed. Oh yeah. And then, and then this is the match that it built up to. So we're going to cover that one. You and I as a bonus episode, let's talk about some of the fun stuff that you got going on in your life. And we right. know it all begins and ends with physically and them chicken snacks. Let's see it. Chicken snacks and snack smart, crispy protein bites. One's chicken protein. The other one is plant protein. Uh, 11 different flavors, your choice, whatever you want to get. We have sour cream and onion, sweet barbecue, sriracha, cheese pizza flavor, cinnamon swirl. We got a lot of great flavors. You're going to love them. Go to physicallyfit.com to order yours. If you use the code ANGLEPOD20, you get 20% off your first order. Wow. And then if you eat enough of them and you start saying your prayers and taking your vitamins, you could have guns like Kurt Angle does right now. He's wearing a sleeveless shirt and oh my goodness, I'm embarrassed to even be here. It's unbelievable. So check out the chicken snacks over at physicallyfit.com. What about the Kurt Angle brand.com? Kurt, you got some fun stuff over there too for our listeners. 
Yes, we have photographs. We have birthday cards, cowboy hats. Uh, we have milk cartons, T-shirts. Uh, you name it, we have it. Uh, cameo video messages. Go to KurtAngleBrand.com, order yours, and I'll send them to you. And finally, WildcatBelts.com for that Olympic Hero Championship belt. Listen, you may think, man, I'm surprised they're still talking about it. This is not something for the faint of heart. This is a pricey belt that is well-made from the guy uh, who makes all the WWE titles, but it is a commemorative piece. Kurt's showing his now on video. There's only, title. only four left. They're numbered. They're autographed. And uh, just a fantastic job done by Wildcat Belts. You can check out pictures on their social media. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Wildcat Belts. So check it out, Kurt. It's a beautiful belt, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 24 gold, gold carat plating, uh, uh, custom-made leather. The design's incredible. They did an amazing job with this. It's the same company that does the WWE titles and AEW titles, and they do an incredible job. Jewels are, are just gorgeous, so can't recommend it enough. I have one. Kurt has one, and we're looking for four others that want to be part of our exclusive club check us out on youtube the angle pod as well as twitter and instagram at the angle pod and you can find our olympic hero kurt angle on the twitter machine at real kurt angle and on instagram at the real kurt angle kurt i gotta say it one more time make sure you check out wives of wrestling podcasts <laughs> with kurt's beautiful wife giovanna you and will Randy know me better than you've ever known me. You'll learn so much. You're going to get the dirt. And Randy Kurt. Orton, too. You're going to get the dirt on all of them. Listen, I watched it, and I watched the entire show. I thought, I want to see what this is like. I have access to it. They sucked me right into the entire episode. <laughs> Do you remember it, Tim Orton's uh, promo for, for, the, uh, for the podcast saying my husband is an asshole on TV? Oh, yeah. be an asshole, a real person, <laughs> He's, when he's one in real life too, <laughs> but man, they, 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 they share so much good stories and insight. They talk about your family life. They're going to share movies. You like to watch. I mean, they were like, listen, we're, we're just normal people. just happen to be married to celebrities and they're going to drink tequila while they're, they're drinking. drinking, they're drinking. And your wife's chasing it down with juice boxes. You know, <laughs> that's her trick. So that's what yeah, she does. It's a little hammed up when she does it. <laughs> Good shit, man. So support the wives of wrestling, Kurt. That's going to wrap us up here, man. Thank you so much for another great show this week. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for watching the Kurt angle show and listening. We'll see you all again next week, right here on the Kurt angle show. See you next week. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round together. It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.